Before this episode, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wajuk Noongar people. We wish to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts, Jess and Sean. Welcome back, everybody, to episode I don't know because I'm mad because we lost the last one. <laughs> I know. Oh, I on I cannot tell you how gut-wrenching it was when I went to edit it before releasing it on Sunday and there was no file on the SD card to edit. I, it's a 100% error on my end. So Sorry, for all of you Sorry, can you say that thought, again? Can you say that yeah, again? Because everyone that, yep. thought it was me. And for I know. once, and it will probably never happen again, yep. for once, my quality of record was perfect. Yes, it was. It was at, for the record, Jess's recording was beautiful. She was saved the entire file, sent it through. It was stunning. 100% the fault was on my end. However, it wasn't my fault. So the SD card that we saved the episode onto, uh, unbeknownst to me, was corrupt. And so it didn't save any of the file um, and decided that it didn't want to play ball. So, yeah. Look, so today we are not going to have that issue because I'm recording it on two separate units i'm recording it on our usual i'm also recording it as a combo and then i'm also recording it on my phone as a voice memo so i will have a file to edit on my end you'll have multiple to edit and you know you can Mm. listen to it three times if you want everybody yeah it was honestly it got to the point our old um roommate reese was here and I was absolutely fucking gutted. And um, I was like, I've got Jess's, but because of how we record now, Jess's doesn't have me. It just has Jess. And he was like, well, why don't you just like record in the gaps? And I was like, nah, you can't. It you would, can't. It would sound so clunky and not us. And uh, there's no it way. It would just be disgusting. And like, if you were laughing, I would then have to remember why you were laughing or like what I said. Yeah. Or just be like, insert joke here. And then you just giggle. Yes. Like I, no, I yeah, look. It has taken us all week though to find the motivation to re-record the I same know. topic. But we're I, here now. And to be here. honest, I have bought, and I'm sure you have, way more content for you all for the first segment. So, yeah. you know, we're doing God's work. Exactly. So speaking of, why don't we sing our little song and get straight into it? Okay, I think so. Because it's time for the... Fun fact follow up. Oh, nice. Good staccato at the end there, mate. Thank really you, enjoyed thank that. You kindly. Anyway, my love, how have you been? Oh, look, it's been a time. Uh, the old mental migraines are back. We love it. Um, so we had my Botox appointment since the last time we spoke. Um, which was great. It was all good. No worries. Except it brought on a migraine the next day, which was stunning. 
and then we had the old um, hangover from that as well. So that was fantastic. Haven't actually had a migraine in a while. I say a while, like a couple of weeks, uh, which for most people isn't a while, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I'm going all right. Um, I'm missing you. I'm missing you. I'm missing you. people. I'm missing um, you. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. It's um, weird not having friends and not having the ability to just pop out and catch up with someone. And yeah, so it kind of sucks. And we all know that um, I kind of fill my cup by hanging out with me besties, me people, my tribe, and I'm missing them. So, you know, it, hey ho. It sucks. Yeah, but I was low-key like hoping that you would hit this point at some point because I'm yeah. like, she seems so fine. Why is she so yeah. fine? She shouldn't be Why is it fine. okay? Yeah, no, uh, it's been there the whole time. Um, but I think the excitement of being somewhere new is like out the window now and it's all the mundane, you know, living life and the realisation that, you know, there's there, we it's just us and we don't have that like external interactions Um physically at least for me like Zach goes to work and has people there but he out uh, the two of us is the introvert so relying on an introvert to be the friend maker of a duo is is not fast no you know mm -mm. so um yeah it's you know it's hard it's it hard, hard. It but hard. that's okay well you're coming home soon and I, I am I wait. am I know I'm, I'm very excited to be back in Perth I couldn't. I missed you too much. I that's the so. only reason I'm coming back. Yep. That's <laughs> it. That's exactly what I thought. That's what we'll tell people. We it's fine. Anyway, um, aside but enough from, about me. No, 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 because we lost this and so now I'm we have to re-talk about it. We okay. we saw the cardiologist. You saw Oh my I, gosh. We, we lost all of that. So oh my god. Yeah, we did. So the cardiologist was fine. The the CT is not an urgent one it's not that anything's wrong it's just a let's have a look at everything check that everything's okay um cardiologist is wonderful there isn't much to do but my golly gosh it's expensive um i basically had to sell my left kidney to be told you're all good no worries come back if you need me which you know isn't his fault it's just the system um but you know that's expensive uh that was an expensive conversation um uh, <laughs> which oh and i had an ecg uh which was fine it was you know normal um which was to be expected really but anyway the discussion was is that have you he asked me, have you ever had a CT of your thoracic and abdominal aorta? And I said, not that I can recall. Um, and so basically the aorta, which most people know of, is the main bit of the heart. And we've spoken about that when I was talking about my aortic valve. But your aorta actually travels through your entire body. And with Marfan syndrome, one of the... Um, I guess most life-threatening things that can affect Marfan uh, sufferers or havers um, is something called an aortic dissection, which is basically when your aorta decides to unzip itself uh, <laughs> really selfishly <laughs> and you die. Um, so, you know. <laughs> A huge internal bleed and see you later. 
Yeah, see you later, alligator. So basically what he's wanting to see on this CT is whether or not the um, connective structures of the aorta throughout my thoracic um, area is affected by Marfan or not, um, like the one closest to my heart was. So yeah, went for the CT. It was with contrast. And for anyone who's had a CT with contrast, you will know. Oh my God, I never asked you, did you feel like you're going to piss yourself or you had actively pissed yourself? Yeah, absolutely. It's what never is that? a CT. What is that? I'm going to put a story up. I am literally, because I remember my godfather's wife told me when I had one that I, you feel like you've wet your pants. And yep. I, yep. it is your little fanny gets so hot hot and it feels wet so hot <laughs> it is the weirdest thing so the ct um contrast it goes in so fast like it's a high volume high speed that goes into your bloodstream and instantly you feel hot flush in your face you can taste and smell like metallic yeah and you feel like you're pissing your pants yeah every ct with contrast i have ever had i felt like that there is no ct that i've that i've had that i've never had that reaction no idea why they know that it happens they warn you that it happens um and so i made sure that i went to the toilet beforehand yeah yeah because i just needed to know didn't want an accidental whiz no No. yeah it i couldn't have that anyway so the CT, um, the CTs are a lot quieter than an MRI. The MRI is that big magnet that like whooshes around and it sounds like transformers having sex. Honestly, it's on. It's, if you imagine that it's transformers having sex, you can't unhear it. So you're welcome. Um, so it's let. It's more chill than that, but um, it just. Something happened, a PTSD event happened, and your girl just had a massive panic attack after the CT. Managed to stay still the whole time during the CT, but it was... I I, I held it together majority of the time, except the they did a last contrast and they didn't warn me that it was going in. And just the shock of the rush of the contrast just triggered something in me and I went super lightheaded I was you know that whole like hazy vision when you're like I'm gonna pass the fuck out Mm. in a minute and I came out and I was like they were like it's all done and I said to them I'm gonna pass out and luckily before I went in I said I'm just gonna let you know I have CPTSD and a lot of it is to do with medical trauma And so I'm just letting you know that I may have a reaction. And they were like, oh, do you have any techniques? And I was like, no, I'm just going to raw dog it, if I'm honest. So so I was trying to like, you know, stay calm. You know, I'm fine. Big breaths, like all of that shit. Um, and, but something happened and it just all went downhill pretty quickly. Um, so I was going to pass out, heart rate went up, blood, re- uh, blood pressure went sky high. Um, and yeah, but luckily I didn't pass out, uh, which was fantastic. Um, and you know, you just feel so embarrassed afterwards because you, it's a different person during that period, that attack, you're not you, um, and so you're like, oh, I don't know what happened there. Oh, 
who was that? Um, and so I was just like, sorry about that. Um, yeah, what can I say? Um, they're like, do, do you need anything? I was like, no, I'm fine now. It was just just then. Just uh, her. She just popped in. She's gone she now. She just popped in. She's gone now. Um, I'm fine. Uh, are we ready to go? And they were like, are you sure? Do you need to sit down? Do you need something sweet? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm really, I'm, I'm fine now. Just needed to get that out of my system, I guess. Um, and but because the contrast has to go in so quickly, and so much of it, they put basically piping in your arm. Um, so it was massive the cannula that they had to put in, and so naturally being on warfarin, it being in my like elbow crease, which is a QB, um, it bled like a bitch. Um, and so we had to try all of the techniques to compress it. Um, and it got to the point that I was like, I'm just going to sit here in the waiting room with my arm up against the wall, trying to make it stop. And we put a tourniquet on it. We rolled up tissue, like the whole shebang. And it probably took 10 minutes, 10 to 15 for me sitting there with my arm up, um, for it to stop. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful time um they were lovely they were very helpful and yeah so that was my little spicy minty bee and for some reason that instagram reel went off it was funny i Which thought is, it was so funny i don't think it i don't think it was that funny i was just like oh this will this will you know be some content and it's gone off which is bizarre to me um but anyway that's i think that's it isn't it yeah is that me? i think so oh no 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 it's not uh, my hip impinged. It did. It did. So not my back, not not my fake hip, but my real hip decided that it wanted to impinge itself for three days while Reese was visiting. Um, and one of the activities that we wanted to do was go to the zoo. Um, and at this point, your gal couldn't walk from the bedroom to the kitchen comfortably. So I was like, hmm, yes walking around an entire zoo all day is going to be fantastic. So instead of persevering, tough upper lip and pushing through the pain, I asked for a mobility aid and I got one. Good job. Yes. And do you know what? It, it made the day so much more enjoyable because I wasn't in pain. I wasn't exhausted by the end of the day. Like we could do stuff afterwards and um, it meant also that I didn't feel, it's so bizarre, like my ableist mind, I felt less of a burden to the boys being in a wheelchair and being able to keep up with them than if I was walking and like dawdling behind and, and forcing them to keep stopping. Yeah. Which I'm surprised at. Um but it was a great experience and yeah, the zoo staff were lovely and I felt really good at the end of it. So it was great. And now it's much better. Um, it just unpinged itself. So we're all good. But yeah, that's that. I think that's now me. I, I think that's that. the update. Thank you for that the, update. Is the update. Look, we've had a couple of weeks because it's been a time. And well, yeah, my and some before that. Yeah, my connection keeps going a little bit funky. So hopefully this record works. It's still recording on my end, but I don't want to do yeah. it too early. But old no. mate is bloody playing a video game. So he's probably oh, sucking my internet dry. I see, I see. Anyway, um, 
Anyway, glad you are, are you? alive and well, my love. Thank you, sister. Um, look, I Give us am, the goss. Spill the tea. Good. I think I told you well, I did put up on Instagram. I met that new GP. She was wonderful. We love her. She is a sensitive, kind queen. Um, mm. So we met her. We're happy. We've got a good team going on. Um, mm-hmm. She also referred me to a fertility specialist. Um, Wonderful. Because she thinks I have reproductive immunology pretty much because I have all these autoimmune things that anything mm. that goes in wants to leave. Um, so, mm. Well, your body does. Yeah, get the fuck out. Get, get the fuck away. So I've got an appointment coming up in a few weeks to make a bit of a plan, a future plan. Nice. Um, so we will see. Uh, but I have since found out the fertility specialist is a big dog, um, a very Ooh. big dog. The biggest okay. dog. Uh Okay. In the league. Uh, so, um, wow. We I, like that. I don't know how I got into her. No one seems to know how, but I am excited. The stars um, have aligned. Yeah. So, that all sounds pretty promising. Um, mm. What else has been going on? I, I did apologize to you all that um, we did miss an episode back there, but I think we lost the old formal apology in the record. Um, but we missed a <laughs> week. So, I'm re saying sorry. We did yeah. miss a week because life got a little bit busy and I was doing a um, government health job application, which sucked my whole soul. Yes. Um, anyway, that is in now. You'll all be happy to know. I uh, don't know yes. the outcome yet, but it's in. So yeah, um, we're in, we're on, we're, in, we're, we're waiting. On, we're waiting. Uh, so applying for a new job. Um, so that's good. And mm. then also I was saying, and I have told you guys, that I was really planning to do my kitchen so I've been designing the kitchen anyway, because we lost last week, we've now more done more than just the design. <laughs> yeah. I just literally got back uh, half an hour ago from purchasing uh, the kitchen. Said kitchen. Um, <laughs> so we, I just bought all the cabinetry for the kitchen, mm-hmm. which arrives tomorrow. Lol. That's crazy. Um, so that's got to go somewhere. Um, <laughs> we've also bought a sink, a tap and a dishwasher online. Stunning. We still just need to buy the oven now. We're mm-hmm. picking a stone uh, bench top on Wednesday. Um, so the kitchen is coming along nicely and we have found the best tradesman. Trades, oh, tradesman. Um, they're hard to find. He is wonderful and so kind and accommodating and fun and lovely and we just love him. So, we love. Um, Ricardo is his name. Ricardo. And Ricardo is going to build my kitchen. Uh, he's from Chile. I love. And we love Chile. Chile. And we love Ricardo. Chile. Um, so the kitchen is happening and it's happening way quicker than I thought. So I actually think mm. by the time you come home, it will be finished. Oh my God. I know. I know. I'm so excited. So I'm getting tonight or tomorrow, I'm getting the quote for the tiling um, mm-hmm. and their plumber. Um, so yeah. And then he, um, Ricardo said he has October where he can smash it out and he just needs one week. So six days, he said, um, he's gonna like smash it, put everything in the skip bin, clean it, put the new stuff in, get it all lasered ready for the stone guys. And then his mate's going to do the tiling. Um, so hopefully literally, I think it'll probably just be done just as you fly in. Oh my so god! That's, that's the goal. So I'm blowing so money out of every hole that I have. Yes, um, but uh, that's I mean to be expected. 
But you can't look, take it with you. Like we said, it's adding value to the house and we are going to be here. We've decided for a couple more years. So um, nice. it is going to help us because this kitchen is a piece of garbage. It's honestly, it's the rank. sink is the worst the, bit. And, but, the, no, and also the, the sink, cooker. The bin, the cooker. like The, the, the bin poxy, does my fucking nothing. The fucking poxy little depth of the pantry. The 70s paint that you can't shut the drawers. Anyway. Um, I could go on. The no overhead cupboards, the no storage, but we won't. We're getting a new one, so goodbye. It's fine. Hopefully, you'll, ne- hopefully you'll never have to see it again um, no. in the flesh. And so anyway, I was doing the kitchen and then what else? I think I told you last time I had some like weird interactions with people um, pretty much like I told you all the week before about that lady when I was having my blood test done um, post-miscarriage and for the lupus and she was like, zooming in on her iPhone camera to take photos of my eyeballs and my eyelashes and said I look like a doll and like sent her my eyeball just literally a zoomed in photo of my eyeball (laughs) to her daughters and I was like what is happening and that happened and then I went to Pilates and a lady who'd actually had an acquired brain injury um in the middle of class came up and stroked my legs and told me that um she asked me if I had stockings on and I was like oh no no and then she just oh. stroked my legs. She was like, they're like caramel sauce. And then told everyone in the class to stroke my legs. And I was like, this is weird. Strange. Yep. And then um, went to Woolworths and I was on the phone to Poppy. And I was walking into Woolworths to meet Poppy for a coffee. And this lady asked me randomly. I thought she was talking to someone else. But she looked at me and she was like, is it raining outside? And I was like, um, looked around. I was like, she's talking to me. I was like, no, it's nice. It's lovely. It's not raining. She's like, it's not raining outside. I was like, no, it's very nice. And then she grabbed my face with her hand. She was like, oh, you are lovely. You are gorgeous. And just grabbed my face. And I was on the phone to Poppy and Poppy was like, what is happening? I was like, I don't know. And so I had a few strange interactions. That uh, is the last few weeks. Honestly, you just attract some Weird ass moments. I know, I know. Similar to uh, that time that you were driving home from work and the lady shat in front of you on the road. Every time you actually bring this up, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. Like it must have traumatized me so much that again, I've blocked it even since the last time we spoke about it. But yeah, that happened. I was leaving work and called Sean because I was just like, I couldn't actually believe what was happening. This person was just like walking across the crosswalk. Yeah. With no pants on but an oversized red T-shirt and little pellets of poo were like flying out her butt. And she yep. was just like just going for it across the road. Yep. And I was like, this can't be happening. Like she nearly shut on my bonnet. And I just rung Sean and I was like, babe. Um, I, I, did you see the shit Did you person? just see the shit fly out of that asshole? Anyway. So I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. That, yeah. So yeah, I've just had a few strange interactions. But anyway. Yeah. And I you did, just track them. I do also remember last when we tried to record that it was really awful weather last week here. Like. Oh, hardcore, yeah, that's right. Hardcore storms. Hardcore. Yes. Like I'm talking yeah. torrential. Hail. And an old mate here who I don't know if he's listening to me because he's got his noise counseling headphones on, but he just walked past. He told me to get out of the shower and I was like, why do I need to get out of the shower? I'm yeah. enjoying my shower, the nice hot shower while it's torrentially raining outside. And he told me to get out of the shower because I could die from being electrocuted from the, if the lightning hits or something and it goes through the water because it's a conductor. Anyway, I could have died in the shower. Yeah, And nice. I already have an irrational fear. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shaking his head. I already had a rational fear of thunder and lightning and now I will never shower when it rains. Well, 
I feel like it's not an irrational fear of thunder and lightning because people have died. Yeah, but it's like lightning. it's a pretty significant. He just said, "You're so full of it, babe." I actually could have died. You said to get out of the shower. He's laughing at me. <laughs> anyway, guys, my recommendation for the week is don't shower when there's lightning because you could die. When there's lightning, because you might die you washing might your hair. Die. Try to just have some peace and quiet. In anyway, the shower. <laughs> so that's not good. Um, but anyway, I've got one more appointment I need to update you on. Sorry, this of is course. a hot, hot moment. Also, well, we've literally um, got like five weeks of follow-up. I, so. I know. But as a, as a business, I would just like to let you know, and Sean, I can show you through the video, um, our pin codes and bank cards have just arrived. Yay! So we are a legit business with a legit bank account. So if anyone wants to, you know, pay us for anything. Yeah, that'd be great <laughs> rather than us just putting money in it to make us feel um, like we've got I something. I can send you the details if you want to like <laughs> go fund us kind of vibe. Um, then you can have it. Uh, yeah, so anyway, you can have it. So that, that happened. But I had one appointment today. And I just mm-hmm. got back from that prior to buying the cabinets. And so mm-hmm. that was with um, the naturopath lady. What would you like, love? Hello. Fucking five bananas, I bet. <laughs> anyway, so I got back from this appointment today. So I went back to my naturopath who you all know I've been spending a lot of money on naturopath investigations and things. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I had some swabs done and some tests done and I think I told you all that I was having them done. So I had some bloods done and everyone will be happy to know my bloods actually look great for me. Um, Great. They were good. For you. I love that. I love that. It's clarity at the end. For me. They look good for me. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, actually she was well impressed. Um, So (laughs) Well impressed. Well impressed. So hydroxychloroquine is a great drug and it's doing good things um, internally. So that's good. And all my like levels of everything were like tip top shape, you know, ready to have a baby kind of vibe. Everything's looking great. Um, Mm. And then I did some uh, vaginal swabs, which we sent off. And she kind of said, look, I do this swab. You know, it was a few hundred dollars. It wasn't cheap, but it's Mm. cheaper than having a uterine like biopsy or sending off a biopsy of your endometrial tissue, which we know is full of endo. La, la, la. She's like, that would cost about five grand. So this is a Mm -hmm. test. And if it's bad enough, it's obviously going to come up on your vaginal swab, isn't it? And I was like, "Mm, whatever. So I did it. Didn't think much of it. She sits me down today and she's like, well, I mean, the good thing is you don't have an STD. And I was like, well, I mean, that is pretty good. Um, That's great. It would be concerning if I did. Um, yeah. We'd have to have some words, you know. There's some um, questions. But follow up. That's wonderful. Uh, and she goes, mm, but the she d- described my vagina flora to be like a war zone. So that's Stunning. great. Um, so every bad flora I've got um, and every Good. awful bacteria I have. Um, Wonderful. So I said, so where do these bacteria come from? And she goes, oh, they just grow in stage four endolesions. Good. Uh, and she's like, so, I mean, we know what's back. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, sick. Fuck. Absolutely wonderful. So that's great. Um, Way to overachieve there, mate. Yeah. Way to overachieve. Yeah, it's like one of the worst I've seen. I was like, oh, great. So good. Um, Cool. And she was like, oh, do you know much about them? And I think I've told this story on the podcast when I thought I had the STD because that GP said that I did. Turns out Mm. I didn't. I just had one of those weird bacteria that grows in endo lesions. I took some antibiotics and that was the end of the story. Then it went away. Um, But like I didn't really know I had it. Anyway, 
any bloody way. I um, did the test and I had all of the bacteria, literally all of the bacteria except for that one. So the antibiotics, I guess, cleared that one back in the day. But um, I have every other one now. So that's crazy um, and kind of uh, annoying. Um, But anyway, I have that. And then I also have all these other non-good bacteria. So whatever. I did ask. I was like, but I don't have any symptoms. Like TMI, Mm. but like I don't – well, it's not really TMI because I don't have anything to share because I don't have any symptoms. Yeah. And um, she was like, yeah, but this is why, like, you wouldn't fall pregnant now because there you couldn't have in any implantation because there's so much bacteria here. Like, nothing can stick, blah, 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 all this stuff. Nothing good will stick. And then she said, you actually have to get this done if you were to have IVF. Like, IVF wouldn't work for you anyway because you're full of it. I was yeah, like, oh, fuck. sick. Um, so she's like, oh, so you need antibiotics. Like, it's bad. I was like, oh, great. Um, but she was like, uh, just take these with you when you go to see the fertility specialist and she can sort you out. So that's great. I can't, they're not transmittable or anything. And it literally just lives in the lesions, but yes, cool. we know that I've got unstageable endo anyway. So, you know, it's there and it's back and that's wonderful. So I love that for me. So I've got to take some antibiotics, but then this is the, this is the kicker. So, okay. you know, I just, I hope that this story Makes you feel better about yourselves if you're listening um, and okay. your medication regime, if you will. Oh, um, no. So at the moment, I'm probably taking about 18 tablets in the morning, probably maybe 20 at night and some powders. And I had to add in some more today because I was also diagnosed with something else. But, you know, I'll let me get there. So and I said, so what do I do about this stuff? Because you're saying all oh, like my blood work and internally everything's looking great. It's just localized mm. to these endo lesions. But like, how do I get there? What do I do? Yeah. So I have to every second night for the next six weeks do a vaginal irrigation. Oh no. Yes, I do. Now, if you're a nurse out there, you know what those big 50 mil catheter tip syringes look like, don't you? Yes, you all do. Think of the biggest syringe you can goddamn find. Get one of them. And then we're going to mix some things together, okay? One of the ingredients being lactulose. Okay. Okay. So lactulose we would give for things like liver disease. We give it as an appearance to make you shit. I don't need help with those things. Um. Anyway, no. apparently, so that's one of the ingredients. Maybe um, it's because it's an osmotic. Uh, not sure. I, you know, sure. don't know. We're not, we won't question it. Carry I on. did say to her, can you just send me the research? Because, you know, I need to know what I'm doing mm. or I won't do it. If there's no good mm. research, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I've got to mix all these things together, boil some like sterile water, put some of this lactose in, put some other stuff in. Blah, blah, blah. And then I have to syringe my chotch with 100 mils of this stuff every second night in the shower. Oh, no. So if anyone out there has had to do something like this, please just give me a little bit of, like, emotional support right now. Yeah. Um, and then I said, so fuck. what do I do on the alternative day? And she pulls out these bullet-looking things, these pessaries. Oh, no. Got to put one of them up every night and sleep in it to try and start killing some of that bacteria locally. Great. So that's um, good. Uh, so there. And how are you going to go with that with your... Vaginismus. Um, that's an excellent question, Sean. I was waiting for that. Thank you. Uh, thank not you. sure uh, is the uh, response there. They look okay. skinny-ish. 
Um, okay, sure. Uh, but not sure. Uh, so that is where I'm at with all of okay. those things. And then on top of all of that, got diagnosed with histaminosis. Hist- yeah, histaminosis. Which bless you. Thank you, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it makes a lot of sense. So this last week, so I finished my period a week ago, right? And mm-hmm. this week, I have been in the most horrendous flare ever, which I couldn't mm. work out was endo, was lupus, I don't know. But mm. I am weeing liters, and I'm talking liters twenty minutely, like as if I had diabetes, like I did a sugar at work. I don't, but. Like that's how much I'm weighing. Good. I yeah. also had a fasting blood sugar done because I was like, why am I weighing so much? Yeah. I am pooping constantly. All the constantly. time. All the time. Mm. Hourly, right? Hourly. So that's great. Oh my God. I am super bloated. I'm like burping all of the time. And my skin, my dermatitis has flared so much. Anyway, mm. I what flare is it? I don't know. I'm just trying to roll with the punches. Walk yeah. into her office after have, looking at all my results and stuff. She literally looks at me. She goes, I've got a few questions for you. And I was like, yeah, go on. <laughs> and she goes, are you tachycardic and dizzy? I was like, yeah, I did my blood pressure at work yesterday. I thought I was going to faint. Tachycardic, dizzy, have dermatitis uh, or eczema flare up, bloated, belching, weighing more, pooing more. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those things. All of them. Absolutely. All of those things. Um, day five of that situation. She's like, yeah, when's your period finished? And I was like, uh, last Saturday, she was like, "Yes, yeah, so your histamine levels are like sky high, which we know autoimmune chicks, you get it. Like yeah. you're an inflammatory bomb, just an inflamed mm-hmm. little bomb. And yeah. she was like, your estrogen levels are abnormally high. Stunning. Stunning. Um, which is apparently also normal for endo. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, my progesterone is very low. Wonderful. Um, and so she said, your estrogen is so high and histamine and estrogen don't get on. And so the higher one other. is they just causes more inflammation. And she said, you're just in this spiral. And that's why your cycle was 40 days last, last time, because it takes you so long to even come down from all of that for your progesterone right. to be able to creep up. And I was like, oh, right. great. Wonderful. Anyway. So she said, so I'm telling you now, you're probably going to feel shit for the next week because you're going to have like this two week block. And I've been logging everything on that flow app, which I think I've yeah. told you guys I have been, but it said like yesterday it came up, I was like, you logged increased urination, bloating, headaches this time in your cycle last month and the month before and the month before. So I've yeah. worked out that like the two weeks after my period is actually the worst. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, anyway, so now she's put me on some stuff like natural stuff for that but I also have to go on this low histamine diet hardcore for a month and I can't eat anything um nothing so what what yeah what does that diet look like it's like well so a lot of the stuff that's on it makes me feel really sick but I didn't really know but subconsciously I don't eat because it makes me feel sick right so I'm talking things like seafood pork eggs uh capsicum Mm-hmm. all the stuff I really strongly dislike. Mm. But I think I strongly dislike them because they must make me feel unwell. Yeah, so sure. So lots of the stuff uh, like gluten, dairy, milk, um, yeah. all of that stuff. But I think I lo- do lots of them. But then there's some sneaky little fuckers that have slid in there that I didn't mm. realise and I'm eating them all of the time. So bananas, number one. Mm. Uh, raspberries and strawberries. I have them in my um, coconut yogurt every morning. Um, Bastards. Nuts. So like my muesli. Um, yeah. uh, there was heaps. Rice. Have All I eat is rice. Yeah. 
Um, so there's definitely something. So it's going to be a hard month, but old mate said yeah. he's going to do it with me to make it less Aww, hard. Um, that's good. So we're just going to do it together. Um, but what's he going to do with no bananas or eggs or eggs? I don't know. I don't. I think he's, he's going to. Yeah, he's going to have to sneak a banana in. An I egg know. I know. When he's at work or something. Yeah. So it's gonna, it's gonna to. be tricky, but I'm gonna give it a go because it's got to the point now. Like I had to cancel all my plans the other day. I was like really, really mm. quite unwell, and I would actually, at the which end I'm of the proud day, of you for, by the way. Thank you. At the end of the day, I would pay thousands of dollars not to pee and poo every 20 minutes and be this bloated yeah. and burp constantly and be nauseous and want to vomit so. and be so uncomfortable. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at. So there's always content. We can add those things to the list of you know. Yeah. Um, I would say that I would share my lavaging with you all, but that's probably a bit much. Um, so, I mean, you can give us like an update, oh, like how it went. Yeah. Or I could just post once I've got all the equipment together. I can make my, I can make my concoction for you all. You know, that's what, good. What the yeah, classic, we like, like that. if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I like that. Um, I like that. It'll be like my magical mixy, but less magical. Yeah, absolutely. And more <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, Way uncomfortable. But yeah, anyway, so that is the long-winded catch-up, everybody. But now All we're right, back man. Uh, and here we are. Here we are. Here we are indeed. Well, this week's topic is um, none of that what we've covered in the first chat. It's actually going to be about ADHD. It is. It is, it isn't is. it? Um, so ADHD, we've we've touched on it throughout a lot of the episodes, really, because we're... we're Pretty sure that I have some of the signs. A lot of the signs. Yeah. Um, so ADHD is a neurodevelopment disorder, right? And it's very... Um, the most common, in I, fact. It is. Um, and a lot of people you know about it, talk about it. And it kind of has this rap of like, if you have ADHD, you're either super disruptive like a little, you know, throwing tantrums and whatever, or you get super distracted and you're like talking and then you're like, oh, squirrel. Like there's this really like polar opposites of and really stigmatizing, um, stereotypical like imagery of ADHD, right? But it's so much more than that. And it has more, the, over time we've obviously found out more and more about it, right? Um, and so is there more than one type of ADHD? Yeah, there is actually. So there's actually three types, which is wild, but it actually does make a lot of sense. So there is that what they call the inattentive type, the hyperactive impulsive type, and then the cheeky combo. So mm. what you were saying, the combo is definitely the most uh, common, I guess, the most common type to have. Um, and the combined type is actually more common in females and the hyperactive is more common in males, the hyperactive on its own. Mm -hmm. So um, like the inattentive behaviour, that's more the uh, getting distracted quite easily, like getting bored quite quickly, like you were saying before, difficult focusing, um, difficult learning, like difficulties with learning new info, uh, losing things, struggling to complete tasks. They come across as that they don't seem to listen or they're quite distractible. 
Um, looks like they're daydreaming at school for children, that kind of thing. They process stuff more slowly and they have trouble following directions that they're like given mm. like for tasks and things. Yeah, and so sure. that's that's more females are diagnosed, you know, with that type alone, inattentive ADHD alone. That's it's more yeah. a female dominated um, a type subtype. Yeah. Whereas the hyperactive or the impulsive type that is really um, characterized by people who come across as like quite fidgety or squirmy or restless or always playing with something, difficulty sitting still, constantly mm. chatting, quite disruptive in nature, um, always wanting to touch things or play with things even though they're not meant to, having trouble to engage in um, like quiet time, quiet activities. Obviously all these are mostly are seen in like the paediatric environment, the child environment, the school environment because that is when it's – um, most commonly diagnosed around the age of seven now is like the most common age of diagnosis. But obviously okay. as an adult, it can still definitely affect you. Um, mm. uh, like they have, they're always like constantly on the go. They're quite busy, busy people. They're very impatient. Mm. And sometimes they look like they're acting out or snapping or bit like bullying other kids because they just yeah. don't know how to control that. They blurt out answers, you know, at school when they're told to wait their turn or raise their hand. They just uh, struggle with that. And then the combined, obviously, you know, um, don't not tell any of the suck eggs. It's the, it's the two together. Bits <laughs> both of, of each. together. Um, same, same. Yeah. So the, that, that's the subtype. So ADHD is more than just one generalised box. Mm. And because it's actually statistically boys are twice as likely to be diagnosed. Um, but it actually doesn't mean that it's less prevalent in girls. It just means that there's um, less awareness of how to diagnose girls early. And so this is kind of, if you look back um, in the, the history of time, as many things that we are coming to know, um, all of the research that was done on ADHD um, was on boys. So all of the medication research, all of the symptom management, the diagnostic tools are all done on boys. But we know that girls also have ADHD. Yeah, and so there's and been think, a wave, yeah, hasn't there, of yeah. like re-diagnoses of um, women in the last few years. Yeah, and because they do have the inattentive type, then what happens with the inattentive type is that... Um, girls often are like a misdiagnosed as being quite withdrawn or socially awkward mm. and that because they're not you know struggling they're struggling to fit into a, a, a box I guess yeah and they're kind of labeled as like spacey or disorganized or like the opposite end of being like really talkative and so these those can just kind of be seen as traits that are they're not disrupting anything they're just they're known as like a personality type or you know she's a bit ditzy or she's not she's a bit of an airhead or what whatever the yeah. case may be um but the the history of ADHD is actually super interesting to me because I love a timeline um and so back in the day um is it wasn't actually called ADHD it was called um something called hyperkinetic and obviously looking at the boys um, being part of the research and the main thing of research, the, the most um, 
common ADHD form in boys is that hyperactivity, right? And so it's called hyperkinetic. Kinetic is energy, movement energy, um, hyper movement energy is basically what it would translate into. And so the first kind of signs were in the late 1800s in like the documentation, but it wasn't until 1936 that a medication was associated with this condition um and so it wasn't actually recognized as a neurodevelopment disorder at this time it was just known as like an inconvenience or a movement thing um and so a doctor called dr charles bradley um, prescribed benzedrine for adhd at the time and it wasn't until the 1955 that the common drug that we know for adhd ritalin was brought in as a medication of choice for adhd which is still used today um, and it wasn't until the 1960s, which isn't that long ago, um, that ADHD was actually recognized as a mental disorder. So it moved from like just a symptom um, to being an actual disorder. And then the name ADHD didn't come in until the 1980s. So it's not an old name yet no do you know what I mean yeah absolutely and like you were saying with the Ritalin like how those medications and things work is pretty much so in your body you have these um neuro these chemical messages which are called neurotransmitters I guess I feel like I'm going back to like high school human biology here I love it um and like so at the end of all your like so you've got neurons right and at the end of each neuron your neurotransmitters would jump across to the next one and that's how your pathway and your messages get sent down right but in people with ADHD, they're less efficient at getting those messages across. So they're either mm. reabsorbed in a neuron and so less and less of the neurotransmitter is carried across down the neural pathway. And also there are less neurotransmitter in terms of volume. Um, so you're working with less as a baseline. And they're, they're mm. neurotransmitters such as your dopamine, your norepinephrine, um, serotonin, th- those big, um, they're kind of like mood stabilizers, a lot of these neurotransmitters. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is the, the signal passes from one nerve to the other, from the brain down to the body. And because um, people with ADHD often have safer dopamine, that they have less dopamine in the brain. So it makes it harder to maintain motivation, um, especially when things like rewards don't um, seem small or imminent because people with ADHD tend to favor like short-term smaller rewards over the long-term more significant ones because they have Mm. less of the neurotransmitter to allow them to focus on those kind of things you know yeah so when you give um medication it what it aims to do is to increase the levels of those neurotransmitters in the brain to help Mm. improve their symptoms and their daily functioning so you you know um your ritalins and stuff like that the adderols the there's heaps of them um yeah and they're actually effective in up to 80 percent of children Mm. at the moment who are taking them, but sometimes they don't work for all. And there are other things you can try like therapies, cognitive behavioral therapies, OTs, learning new strategies of working with people who can help you focus. But um, the medications themselves, they're normally, most of them are short acting. So they would last like four to six hours or you can get the long acting ones of 10 to 12 hours. So either morning or night, or you'd take them just for school hours. So you can uh, focus more at school um Mm -hmm. and yeah that's kind of i guess how how the medication works you know what i mean yeah and 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 what can be kind of confusing is that the the medication types that are prescribed for adhd are known as stimulants and you're like sean why are we giving people who are like hyper more 
hyperactivity in a pill. Um, but it's actually not the same uh, reaction in someone with ADHD. It's actually causing them to um, activate the brakes in their brain, like to pump the brakes when they should rather than when they shouldn't. So in ADHD, that impulsivity, that kind of the area of the brain that that sits is the frontal cortex. And that bit of the brain is uh, in control of your decision making, your sorry, your prefrontal cortex is for attention, impulsivity, planning, that like strategic mapping of your day, task management, all of that sort of stuff. And so it's actually rather than you being super impulsive, it's causing someone with ADHD to go, okay, just wait, just just take a beat and then go. So that's why when people with ADHD have coffee, they can actually become really sleepy or it calms them down is because it's a stimulant for most people. Um, it actually causes them to pull back the tempo and the momentum in their brain so that they actually relax and they can sleep better. Yeah, so. there's all, also other areas of the brain, I guess, that are affected by ADHD. So you speak about the prefrontal cortex, but there's also like the limbic system and like the limbic system's kind of like in the middle, like almost in the center of your brain, the limbic system is. And that helps mm. regulate emotions. And so when you have a deficiency in, uh, you know, a neurotransmitter like dopamine, which helps you, it's like a happy hormone, right? Um, mm. So when you have less of that and less of an ability to regulate it in that part of the brain, then you can see symptoms like restlessness or inattention or emotional volatility and, you know, outbursts and stuff like that because they're struggling to regulate. And then mm. like um, the same with the reticular activating system, which is like the lower part of your brain near the stem, like that also that dopamine deficiency there, it, you can see things like impulsivity and hyperactivity because they're struggling to regulate. And then you've got like the basal ganglia, which is the the almost the basic center part of your brain too. And that helps if you, like you're saying, there's a short circuit almost. So then you, you can come across as quite inattentive and impulsive um, mm. because the, the regulation within the brain is struggling. That communication pathway is really struggling. And then if you think about... Um, I always wonder, like being the science nerd uh, that I am, what I want to know, like, what does it look like? How can you mm. see it? Or is this all microscopic? Can you see this on an image? And there have been recent studies on, you know, we just spoke about CTs and contrast and how that feels. But when people have like, CT brains and MRI and scans, there actually now have been structural abnormalities that have been found in the brains of people with ADHD. So some brains actually have a lower density of, of the grey matter and abnormal mm. structure in their white matter. So they actually visually look different. They often have a lower than normal brain volume in total. So that, I thought that was super interesting and reduced size mm. of some parts of the brain, specifically the areas that we're talking about. Um, yeah. And slower, like a slower than normal maturation. So if you look at brains mm. earlier in the development, it takes them much longer to develop to a full brain, what a full brain would normally look like. A neuro, yeah. Sorry, not normally, a neurotypical brain would look like. Um, yeah. And reduced cortical thickness as well. So they actually do look different and it is a real you know some you know people joke about oh yeah they've got ADHD but it is a real neurodevelopmental condition disorder. and a disorder yeah. yeah it it has a emotional and a physical 
um, effect. It's not just someone misbehaving or forgetting or being, being unorganized. Or, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a, a physiological uh, change in their brain structure. Yeah, yeah, and their hormone level and their absorption levels. Um, but what was really interesting when I was looking up um, stuff was around ADHD and PTSD. And so there's a lot of stuff that kind of crosses over the two um, that can be um, labeled in both. So that um, disorganization, reactivity, like all of that sort of thing. But what I found super interesting was people with ADHD are four t times more likely to have PTSD, which I thought was really interesting. And so it kind of leads to the idea that you're susceptible to that impact of trauma and holding that and um, having that impact you, right? But it's also when you have ADHD, there's an increased likelihood of having anxiety, depression, and social phobias. Um, and what can happen is that when you have a reaction, like a PTSD, um, you increase your hormone release to cause your body to go into a fight or flight. And that hormone change and that reactivity in your brain if you have ADHD like we just spoke about in terms of your absorption and your short circuiting it can react more and more frequently so I just thought it was really interesting how those two kind of crossed over um, but I guess what's what for me is interesting is are you predisposed to get ADHD ever? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I guess we've spoken a lot about ADHD itself, but we haven't really got to the root cause of like how you get it and how you're diagnosed officially with it, I guess. So mm. um, the exact like cause of ADHD isn't known, but there's definitely certain factors that we know play a role. So genetics being like a huge one. Like mm. uh, Sean mentioned earlier that um, uh, uh, males are more likely to get it, but um, a father, if they have ADHD, I think a third of their children, it's roughly a like 33% chance of handing down ADHD to their child. Um, and wow. I think it's up to 75% if it's to their son. Um, and then I read this weird fact and like, I found it on a couple of things, but about fathers who have, if they have identical twins, they're more than likely definitely going to have ADHD, which I found was so random. Like That's males so or random. females, it's just an identical twin thing, which is bizarre. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a link between obviously males and uh, their sons um, and mm -hmm. like just from a personnel story. Mm. My brother was, um, always, he always struggled at school and he struggled to pay attention and to focus. Um, he struggled a lot come exam time. And um, while he was studying to be an electrician, he kind of wanted to get on top of things. And he went down this path of and he ended up being diagnosed with ADHD. And, you know, once he was diagnosed and placed on medication, he blitzed his exam. And, you know, it was a real like success story, I guess, in terms of treatment yeah. and diagnosis. Um, but my parents took him to that appointment and you have to... Because he loves going independently. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben, um, <laughs> I've mentioned it before. He doesn't do hospitals, anything to do with health or appointments on his own. Like Obviously, mum still books his appointments and uh, he faints if he sniffs the hospital. So that's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> so mum and dad obviously went to his appointment with him and 
I'll go into how you're diagnosed in a minute. But pretty much the guy was like, you know, do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? And and Ben's like, you know, nodding. Yep, yep, yep. And my dad is also nodding like, yes, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, yeah, I do. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the psychiatrist had to be like, this is not your appointment. This is about Ben. And yeah. then it led to like, funnily enough, dad had to go back and book his own appointment and because Ben was obviously had ADHD, mm. it had to come from somewhere. And it yeah. was like very obvious in the appointment that my dad couldn't even concentrate on my brother um, yeah. and that he had it too. <laughs> so now they are both diagnosed, dad diagnosed very late in life and yeah. they are both medicated um, now. But it's got to the point where we didn't realise how like especially dad because like dad has been dad my whole life, right? Yeah. And so I don't know any different and we now we realise like he is so hyperactive and inattentive like he'll have 80,000 things on the go like he'll be you all know he works from home but he's also making soap in one room and yeah. he's making washing powder and then he's working out how to make the best gluten-free cookie while he's also making hair wax and candles candles by has uh if you want to know um and then he'll go back to like meeting someone else and you're just like like how how and then he's packing his car to go camping like how do you do that like, I can't it freaks me out but like it goes to the point where literally like mum will like throw him a Dexy and be like, can you, can you not? Um, can you settle, settle down, down, please? And it's the same with like, you know, asking him to order dinner, but someone's talking to him. Like he, they, they, he, he can't compartmentalize things. Like, you know, mm. dad at the airport, it's like our longstanding joke. Like we get to an airport, we lose dad. Like we'll still be in the WA Perth airport and we've lost him because he's walked somewhere yeah. else and he's talked to someone and he's bought something, but he's left his bag in the shop and he's forgotten oh. his passport and he doesn't know where he's going. And like, <sighs> so it does really affect all parts of your life. Yeah, um, all day. But I just thought that was dad. Um, mm. But, you know, dad can be more controlled with medication and it, he finds it really helps him be more productive at work and be able to mm. concentrate. Um, and, and so does my brother. So, yeah, I guess that's there is a huge genetic component. Um, I yep. don't. I mean, I've never ever been tested, but I don't believe I have ADHD. Um, yeah, I would definitely say you are closer <laughs> to the spectrum than myself. You uh, don't know. I know you, you don't know very well, unfortunately, my gal. Um, yeah. But other than genetics, there are they're looking into research now because, like you just said before, you know, like the eighties wasn't that long ago before it was even properly like named and stuff. So mm. um, they're looking at genetics, which we've spoken about, but there's also a look at uh, exposure to environmental toxins such as like um, lead, like high levels of lead at a young age, and maybe that affects the chemicals in your brain. There's also something to say um, premature children or low birth weight, you know, the classic also smoking and f- uh, alcohol consumption during pregnancy or exposure to certain drugs. Um, and then brain injuries and acquired brain injuries is another huge one um, that mm. they're looking into now. But pretty mm. much like there's what I think it's called the DAS, the DAS-5, like the fifth edition of um, the DAS score, which mm. is like a, a psychiatry assessment tool um, originally, I think, from America. Um, mm. the, it's things like the di- I think it's the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the DASM fifth. I think yeah, that's it. That the DSM, familiar, DSM, yeah. not DAS. DAS is um, depression, anxiety, and stress, mental health score. Yeah. Being on one of those care plans, not that. Um, Same. DSM 5 <laughs> is what I'm going for. 
Um, Mm -hmm. But pretty much, so we spoke about the different types, like the hyperactive impulsive column and we spoke about the inattentive column and then we spoke Mm -hmm. about the combined column. So pretty much what you, as as normally you're diagnosed as a child, so um, you have to kind of display six or more symptoms of either the inattention or the hyperactive um, columns, like six, six mm-hmm. or more of those symptoms. And those symptoms have to be present for at least you know, a minimum of six months. And mm-hmm. they have to present in two or more settings. So whether that is uh, for a child, it's the school and it's the home or for an adult, it might be the workplace and at home. And these symptoms also have to interfere with and reduce the quality of, you know, how efficient and effective they are, whether that is at school or at work or socially. Um, Mm. And that's pretty much what they go of. There's no blanket, like you can't do a blood test or a brain scan and go, yes, you have ADHD. It is a matter of discussing and discussing symptoms and um, talking through your lifestyle and, and how you kind of, Um, participate as an individual in the community and how that affects you yeah so yeah that is how you get diagnosed yeah lots of questions um and look or you can get diagnosed via your tiktok algorithm you can which is how i've come about (laughs) because not the accurate way we do not not the accurate way at all but i can tell you for free that my for you page on TikTok is very uh, neurospicy. Yeah, <laughs> it's either ADHD or autism or both, and I'm like, mm, this is my life, and everything that you're saying is very apparent in my day to day. Scroll past. So, <laughs> well, look, everyone is on the spectrum. You might just be slightly higher than others. Slightly know? higher, and um, I I saw a quote from none other than the queen herself, Zendaya, um, yes. and she said, "My brain is like um, an internet page with eighteen tabs open, and one of them's playing music, and I don't know which one it is." And if I if that ain't the truth, then I don't know what is. That is. Um, we've Zach and I have joked, and mainly Zach. Um, he's like, we should just give you a Dexy just to see what happens, and if it works, then we know. I was like, <laughs> but don't we kind of know? Like, we don't we already know. know? But I would like to know, like, what it feels like to focus on one thing at a time. I guess. Um, yeah, but I this is the thing, right? And I was thinking about it. I was like, I can't remember if this was always my life, like as a child. But if I you don't can't remember. remember anything different, and then it surely is always you, don't you think? Yeah, maybe. But like that, I guess that's just my um, naivety or uneducated um, perception of like, I did all right in school. Like I, I was able to like get through my exams and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it was, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know whether it was more post-stroke that it happened or. And well, there you go. That's an acquired brain injury, isn't it? So yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I guess you, someone does know it's a psychiatrist. Um, and I, I need to go to one of them anyway. So 
We'll do a double we'll whammy. Book it Two in, birds, one stone. Build some yeah. more content because, you know. Build some more content and drain the bank account some yeah. more. Oh my God. Why the fuck I, not? I, I literally cry between going to the naturopath, buying all those vagina bullets and tablets and mm. buying a whole kitchen today. I could cry. I honestly could cry. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's not a good look on the old numbers, is it? It's definitely not at all. It's definitely oh, not. Oh, but you will also be very, very proud of me. So Go you on. know how I've been paying all that extra tax for the um, university loan that I no longer have? Correct, yes. I sorted it, rung them, stopped it. Hey, hey. look at you being an adult. So proud of so you. Next month, I sh- next pay, sorry, I should um, get that money back and not send it to the ATO. So that is great. That is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because those... Look at you. I know you wanted me to reduce my hours and I've done it, yes. but the pay sucks. So um, I'm hoping this helps a little bit. I need a more money. Yes, please. Well, you've dropped your hours, but you've added more jobs to your list, though. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Bloody hell. Anyway, um, that anyway, was a let's good little move on. chat on ADHD. And like we yeah. said, we are not um, health professionals in this field. We are not We're not psychiatrists um, and we're not mental health nurses either. We are not. But we would just like to educate you a little bit more on what we have learnt and um, just make it a little bit easier for you to understand, hopefully, and understand the people in your life or yourself if this is something that you have. Yeah. And I think also it's that whole thing around having a conversation about it, right? Like we build awareness and um, I don't know, just kind of understanding the more we talk about things and to reduce that stigma that kind of comes with it. Um, And, you know, if you do have ADHD and you're undiagnosed, it can impact your life in so many ways. And I guess it's to say that even if you if you do have a diagnosis, it's not your fault. It's not no. your fault. And maybe um, getting a diagnosis at this age that like we had a listener like writing to us only a couple of days ago, which was kind of fortuitous that we are doing an ADHD episode because she had said, you know, she loves podcasts, all these things, but her and her partner had both been diagnosed with ADHD in their 30s and she's just yeah. navigating that now. And so, you know, it's never too late to get on top of you, you know? Exactly. Helping yourself I- out. Yeah, and if it also if it eases your life, take the medication. Absolutely. Take the medication, take the wheelchair, take the lift, sit down. You know, just life's already difficult, man. Like make it if you have a cheat code, fucking use it. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like we all done it in Sims. Yeah, we've all done we, Rosebud. We've all Googled all the money. codes for shops. We all do a discount code. Shop. We all do a discount code for free shipping. We all do it. Speaking of, my rug that you ordered, that I've now ordered, is coming on Thursday. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, so um, for those that don't know, I bought some runners for the new house in Adelaide from Ruggable. Not sponsored, just a really good rug because they're washable. Um, And with dogs, uh, like Jess and I have, uh, it's very handy. It is. And I've just ordered a new one for the living room. So once we get the new and rug, new kitchen, beautiful. it's going to be lush just for you to come home. Yeah, I'm very excited I to know. come visit and it's just going to be a new abode completely. I know, I know. Anyway, my love, should we hop to questions and quotes? Let's. I agree. Do you have a question or quote for me? Do you have a question for um, me? Do I have a question for you? What are you most looking forward to? 
Oh, and you're coming home. Oh my god, seeing you. Oh my god, good like, answer. No joke. Good fucking answer, bish. No good joke. Answer. Like I'm actually so excited to just be in the same room as you and just annoy um, each other. So yeah, much. I miss that. I have been annoying Poppy and Poppy is being annoying me so much. And normally I feel like it's evenly distributed between the two of yeah. you. And yeah, now good. we're just... She's just getting bombarded. She's getting literally bombarded. Um, Bless her. So that's good. I would also just like to highlight that Mr. Piggles, Big Buns himself, has slept on my foot this whole episode. I didn't even know he was there. Didn't even know. He has... Didn't even know he was there. Old mate may have taken him for a large walk beforehand <laughs> but he is a little snoozy quiet boy and he's not even snoring too bad because when I listened to no, my perfect record I could hear him mm. snoring last week but yeah can't we love. hear him at the moment so that's wonderful or his tippy tappy so feet nothing at all amazing yeah. anyway do you have a question for Moy? do I have a question for yo um Hmm, do I have a question for you? Do I have a question for you? Um, 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 um. How much have you missed me? <laughs> <laughs> An awful lot. I would like yeah. to say that it's getting worse now. Like at the start, I was like, just thought you were, you were on a holiday and I was kind of like happy to see you like living your best life with Zach and getting quality time together. So I was like, no, I'm not mm. mad. That's fine. That They needed that time and I'm happy for them. Yeah. But now I'm a bit like, okay, it's inconvenient. I'm over it. It's been like a big holiday. You can come back now. You yeah, know? you come back now. It's and done. this yep. is just not the same. Like I was talking to one of the um, doctors at work yesterday and he was like, how's the potty going? And I was like, well, it's just not the same, but it's going. Yeah. And I mean, we've, it's going. we've technical yeah. difficulties. We're here, you know? Yeah, it's going. And I think also like... You know, we'd we'd have dinner after, and like, yeah. or like we'd spend the day together beforehand, and you know, I just miss I just miss that, and I bloody miss those acai bowls down the street. So, but I t- remember they'd close for six weeks. Anyway, yeah, I know, so you but haven't missed I'm, anything. I know, They'll be I open just, when just you get back. I'm, that I'm excited for. Don't I can you tell know. you that much. You can eat them in my new kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, all right, I have a quote for you. Yeah, go on. I will start filling my own cup. Being my own muse, knowing my own worth, loving my own skin, praising my own existence, validating my own journey, speaking my own truth, admiring my own reflection, experiencing my own love, enjoying my own company, extending my own energy, creating my own paradise. I love that. Are you sure I haven't done that one before? That's not from momentary happiness, is it? No. It's from the lavender the book. Oh, I love that. Um, and okay, who are you becoming me with the long one? I know, stop it. So I, I miss you so much. I'm trying to embody you. Stop it. I had a really long one last um, last week that we lost. And you know what? I'm just not going to do it because you've done a long one. And I okay. saw a short one and I was like, yeah, We've go swapped. on. And I was just like, this is me. Like, I need to remember this. It's just, it's pretty savage. Ready? I'm ready. 20 years from now, you'd do anything to be this age again and have this time again. So go do some main character bullshit before it's too late. I fucking love that. So I fucking love here that. Here I am. I'm renovating the yeah. kitchen, applying for a new job, waiting for you to come home, doing some yeah. main character bullshit. Main character bullshit. Well, speaking of main character bullshit. Yes. We've got we some. Have, what a segue. We have some fucking main character bullshit. Um, it's going to be... Okay, so team, 
We've been doing this podcast now for a little while, right? We have. And we've made some awesome friends along the way. Mm -hmm. Some closer than others. Yes. And some that are willing to work with us Mm -hmm. on many Mm occasions, right? And so I would like to plant a little seed for you all, especially for the girls, gays and theys that are currently in Perth. Yes. Go There's on. There's something coming. Go There's on. Some, there, there is something coming that I would like you to write in your diaries. Keep free the 4th of November, okay? For all of those that are in Perth, keep the 4th of November free. And watch out on our Instagram because you will find out what main character energy is coming on the 4th of November. But... And which friends are coming to play. There's some friends and you have to be free in the afternoon, in fact. In the afternoon, yes, you do, on the 4th of November. um, And feel free to guess, feel free. Send in some messages and we'll let you know if you're kind of close, hot or cold, but we won't say yay or nay until our official release date. I will also throw in the story so you can all guess because I'd love to like know what you're all thinking it could be. Yeah, I'd love to think about, I'd love to know what you think it is so that we can then keep it on the um, mood board yes. for future for things. Future. So, Also, speaking of quotes, just going back to quotes, I actually, it keeps hmm. playing over my head because... I can't get over the fact that you said an MRI sounds like Transformers having sex. <laughs> I can't get over it. I like it's actually just like it's really just done something to me. You're welcome. That is you are so welcome. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure just to um, self promote us a little bit, I'm pretty sure the Australian Podcast Awards are still open they for are, those of you that they haven't voted are. yet. I mean, I know we're competing against big dogs with big followers, huge dogs. dogs. But, you know, we're still out here doing this for you. Um, yeah. And we do love the messages. Like, the, you know, just a once a week little, we've changed someone's life. That's enough for us. But if you would like yep. to promote us on a bigger scale, we would love. We'd love that too. For you <laughs> to vote for us. Yep. So do the whole vote for us and like, comment, share, subscribe and all of those fun things. Um, and we really appreciate you. Well, so We do. And hopefully. If you don't have this is gone. a great quality record. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hope so. I will cry if this doesn't work. Same. Like, honestly. Same. I, I can't not because I'm recording it on multiple things. Yeah. So yeah, it, just your one might not work now and then we'll be fucked. No, don't. Uh, don't. Why would I do that? Why? Anyway, we'll move on swiftly before the universe hears it. Um, but in the meantime, we hope you have a fabulous, fabulous week. week. Take care.